This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom in Mind. I'm perinatal psychologist and host, Dr. Kat. There's more to the story than just postpartum depression. And this podcast aims to share it all from personal stories and lived experience to experts who break down the ups and downs of life from getting pregnant, pregnancy, perinatal loss, and postpartum adjustment to parenthood. While this is not psychotherapy or medical advice, it is all of the stuff you ever wanted to know about mental health and new parenthood. Hi, and welcome back to Mom and Mind Behind the Sessions. I am your host, Dr. Kat. In this series of episodes on the Mom and Mind podcast, every other Thursday, I am talking about what happens in therapy. What are some of the things that people bring into therapy that they are struggling with? What are some common themes of things that people in the, specifically the perinatal mental health phase of life, the reproductive period, what are they struggling with, and sometimes things that are not related specifically or directly, as you might think, to perinatal mental health come in during this period of time anyways. So a lot of this that I talk about here is also applicable to just life in general, because people are people, and these themes of challenges and issues come up across the lifespan. You know, during this period of time where people are trying to become pregnant, stay pregnant, have a child, there are some really specific challenges that don't necessarily come up during other times of life, other transitions in life. And that's why it's so important to have um, podcasts like this, like Mom and Mine, that talk about the specific challenges because it's relative, it's contextual. Our life happens in the context of what is happening in our current environment. And things that you know you might have thought you dealt with a long time ago come up in relation to trying to become a parent or being a parent. In general, these conversations are useful anyways, because we all struggle. Every single one of us struggles with something or another. But in this current day and age, it feels like sometimes we're isolated or we're alone or we're the only one because other people's lives are so readily available to us on social media and online. It can really look like everybody else has it all together while internally we might feel like we definitely don't have it all together. So my goal here is to break down all of these barriers to us feeling better or at least not feeling worse 
talking about mental health, talking about real life struggles to break down the stigma, make therapy more accessible to people, and ideally also just give us some freedom to be and to not have to worry about standards of perfection or this idealistic way that we think we're supposed to be in the world. And to that point, what I want to talk about today is something that is coming up so often, especially right now, especially in January, it is okay to fall apart. I just really want to give permission to people to know that it is okay if you are not functioning at 100%. If you don't feel like you can like do what you're supposed to today, it's okay. We are not machines. We are not robots. We are not meant to be pushing through every single thing in life in order to produce and do and be and succeed and surpass. And like, this is not a competition. It's just not. But we are feeling like it is. A lot of people feel like it is. The pressure to keep going, to pretend like you're okay, to push past real feelings of struggle and push yourself past burnout, past the need for rest is I think just slowly eroding all of our mental health. One thing that I mentioned before that I want to come back to is that, you know, we're right now kind of towards the end of January. So sometimes people come into the new year with new hope, new resolutions, new ideas about how this year is going to be different and how whatever you name the standard, people are feeling that kind of pressure. And cool if you have, you know, resolutions and there's stuff you're doing and want to do. But there's also this other side, which is that just because the date on the calendar is of that of a new year, it doesn't mean that everything has substantially changed that much. So when it comes to, you know, mid towards the end of January and things still feel like they've always felt or it feels like you haven't achieved the goal that you've set for yourself, or you have the same old problems that you've had for years, it can feel quite depressing and upsetting. Sometimes people even feel like failure or failures. And so I really want to call this out because there's a pattern that I especially am seeing in therapy where, you know, People have been working on things in therapy for a couple of months or maybe a year or longer. They may have been dealing with a struggle for a long time and trying to really chip away at feeling better or being better or changing behavior. And that's exhausting. It's great to do. And it also is exhausting. Just like anything else, when we are pushing ourselves, trying for change, trying for healing, that's all great. That's wonderful. And there comes a time where it feels hard to sustain the momentum. It feels hard to continue in the progress, continue in the pushing forward. And if this is you, you you might be feeling sometimes like, I don't know, giving up. Why bother? You know, things are changing at a glacial pace or it's not going fast enough. Or I thought I dealt with that thing already and now I'm dealing with it again. And to get up enough energy to continue to do the work can sometimes just be really hard. And I want to give people permission that it's okay 
if you're just coasting. You can slow down. You can stop for a minute even to put you know active pressure on yourself to heal and be and succeed. It's just like not a mode that we can be in constantly. And that's normal. It's super normal to not be able to do all and be all all the time. And we have to normalize it. We have to have that be okay, especially in cultures like US culture that is so bent on achievement and winning and you know all this other pressure. Other cultures have that as well, but there's just like a special flavor of it here in the US that you know, for better or worse, it pushes people to grow, but it is also exhausting us. It in droves, a lot of people, a lot of us, me, are, are very tired from continuing to push. Now, when it comes to mental health and that being more of an inside job, the struggle that you might feel with pushing forward and trying to heal and changing your thoughts and behaviors and not, not everybody is going to know that you're doing that. You know, they're not necessarily hearing what's going on inside your own head or the struggles that you have, but you do. This is something that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. And the journey that you're on for healing and well-being is yours. Sure, other people around you are either going to be affected by or benefit from the work that you're doing because we do live in communities, we do impact and affect each other. But there is no standard, there is no imperative that you have to keep pushing yourself for on some crazy trajectory at some intense speed to like get to some mountaintop and be healed and be done. This life is a process, therapy is a process, healing is a journey. I mean, all the quips you can think of, apply that here. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? 
And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. The internal pressure that you might experience and feel and that I'm hearing from a lot of people right now is I can't stop. I have to keep pushing. If I don't, I'm a failure. If I don't keep going, I'm gonna fall apart. And I'm saying fall apart. Sometimes that just needs to happen. What is really important is that falling apart doesn't last forever. Having huge emotional responses and crying and feeling angry and expressing your emotional state It doesn't last forever. That's just not how we're built. All of our thoughts and feelings are transitory. They come and go. They're like the weather. Where things get sticky and tricky is when it starts to feel like depression or it is depression, it can be much harder to get out of those thought processes. However, I think there is some beauty in surrender, in being able to just say, you know what? I just can't right now. I just need to stop. I just can't do this. Or I need to refocus on me instead of achieving, if you will. And believe it or not, in kind of re- relaxing your process and letting yourself feel like you're, you know, quote unquote, falling apart a little bit allows for a different space to open, a different energy to open. And that sometimes we need to hit a wall and stop. Sometimes we need to surrender and sit for a minute and think or feel or just be. That part of our humanity is really important too. So if you feel like you're one of the folks stuck in that those hamster wheels of just going and going and going and going, you can step off. You can sit down for a minute and take a break, not push yourself reevaluate or not, or just stare at a wall. Maybe you just need to stare at a wall and that is okay too. We just, it has to be okay that we don't constantly push ourselves. It actually ends up being counterproductive if you push and push and push. That goes with work and that goes with mental health as well. We have to have downtime. We have to have times that feel slow or that we're not you know, focused with huge amounts of intention on a goal. It's just part of our brain. It's part of humanity. It's part of just being is to slow down. And the more that we allow ourselves to be okay with stopping and not being productive, giving ourselves the, the time to rest, ultimately, like the longer we can go, the, the more productive we can be. I'm not a farmer, so I'm, I'm going to carefully give you this analogy. But in farming, you know, people, when people are sowing crops, they're, let's say, going to grow alfalfa or something like that. There are so many years or months that you can grow that crop before you have to stop growing on that patch of land and let it be fallow, which means just like basically let it rest because all of the, the nutrients and whatever it is that's in the dirt that makes things grow and and be healthy have been depleted. 
and have to be restored in order to continue to grow healthy crops. I, that's a good example to me of what how we need to think about ourselves, our mental health, our pressure for perfection and, you know, doing all of the things. We just sometimes are going to be depleted and that's okay. It is not a failure. It is not there's not something wrong with you. We're just in a society that has conditioned us to push and push and push and it's not good for us. So I'm super into reclaiming that it's okay to slow down and that it's okay to surrender and then it's okay to fall apart emotionally if that's what you want to call it and call it whatever works for you sometimes we have to do that and that has to be okay there's another part of this that i want to bring in to this particular conversation and that is self-care so Falling apart and stopping and slowing down doesn't necessarily mean that you stop doing things that are good for you. You know, the basics, the fundamentals are always necessary, like sleep and eating and fluid and movement. Those are kind of our basic needs as humans. So you can still do some of those things, but you don't have to be like a self-care warrior. Part of what I'm seeing in the self-care scope of things is that people are trying to also achieve with self-care. So I'm doing the, I'm eating all the right things. I'm doing all the exercise. I'm doing the meditation. And when that doesn't feel like enough or somebody is still struggling, let's say you're struggling, even though you've had all of your water for the day and you've gone on a walk and you've had, you know, salads and protein and whatever all of these like recommendations are, You've done all of those things, but you still don't feel well. Maybe there are other things going on affecting you or impacting you that aren't something you can manage and control. Could be environmental things. It could be socio-political issues. It could be, I don't know, hormones. It could be work stress. It could be lots of things. But this pressure to do good, be good also has a shortcoming here in the self-care area where we feel like we're not doing well despite all of the quote-unquote self-care that we're doing, then somehow we're failing that too. It's just too damn much. I call BS. We, we can't do this to ourselves anymore. Sometimes, despite all of the things that you're doing for yourself to maintain and push and heal, you're going to still have times where you just don't feel well you're just not at the top of your game and that is okay that's not failure but we've started to equate in mental health terms failure to ourselves if we're not doing well enough or feeling good enough or having all the right thoughts and feelings it's a ridiculous standard and if you find yourself you know in that state of mind where you've done all of the things you've worked on feeling better and you have times where you don't feel well it doesn't mean you're failing not at all it just means that life is hard sometimes and if you take some time to rest recover stare at a wall then you might find that you needed something different anyways or you want to shift how you're being in the world to a way that's a little more sustainable and that's okay I think we have to stop subscribing, whether it's a conscious idea or just a felt sense or something you're hearing on social media that you gotta push and do and be, we have to stop that. It's not sustainable. And if 
you are somebody who needs permission in a way that you don't have to do that, that it's okay to like sit out for a little bit and rest and do quote unquote nothing, then you have permission. I give you full permission. And you know, I'm not somebody who is above this. This is also something I have to do for myself. Again, because this is just human, we're peopling and it gets complex and hard. And it's not that if we just push harder and do more and be more and that we're always going to get to this point where we're done. This is, you're going to have times where you feel stronger, where times where you feel like more vulnerable. And that can be on a good day when you're doing all the things, quote unquote. That does not include, you know, high times of stress or really difficult things happening in your life. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent with sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. So if this resonates for you, that you are on that hamster wheel or that you're feeling like a failure because you're not achieving X, Y, or Z, consider slowing down. Consider stepping off of the wheel and having a rest and recuperating and reevaluating and surrendering to what is. Your body's probably telling you, your mind is probably telling you that it's time to chill out. But in our world of pushing towards achievement, we sometimes silence those cues from ourself, from our body, from our mind, from our emotions, from our thoughts that are telling us like, hey, you need to chill out and push past that into way past burnout. So you can just slow down. And then I don't know what that looks like for you, but that's part of slowing down. I can't give you the answer to what you need. Sometimes you have to just stop and slow down and let yourself think for a minute about what you actually need. And then you'll get some answer. Might not be the whole answer, might not be the answer, but if you're ignoring your bodily cues and your emotional state and pushing yourself for for whatever reason, whatever reason you've internalized that you have to push yourself, you won't be able to attend to what your real needs are. You won't be able to have space to do whatever healing or connection to yourself 
and sometimes even connection to people around you, you won't be able to access that. So if you are on the verge of quote unquote falling apart or not being able to function, go ahead, listen to that, fall apart, go cry, go whatever it is that you need to do that is your way of acknowledging or releasing or being that attends to the need that is coming up for you and know that it will pass. Allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to be will come and go like the weather. But if we don't do that, the storm just builds and builds and builds and builds and can become devastating in a lot of ways. We have to release. We have to surrender sometimes in order to function. And that's some of the stuff that we work on in therapy is how to listen to your body, listen to that voice inside of you that's telling you that you need to rest. Not the anxious voice that's telling you you have to achieve or that you know you can't stop, but really deeply listening to what your needs are and practicing attending to that. What are some ways that you can even ask yourself in the morning, what do I need today? Even if you have a busy day, can you take a minute, two minutes, 10 minutes, an hour or whatever it is to attend to part of that need? Or do you need a day off of work or more than that? Or do you need somebody to come over and, you know, take care of the kids so you can go and walk or breathe without being um, touched all day or without being needed for an hour? What are those things? And can you allow yourself to attend to it without interpreting that as failure? That is a lot of the goal of therapy is to attend to these real needs with compassion, without judgment. And so that's what I offer you in this episode is really just take a minute to ask yourself what you need. If you need to fall apart, go do that. Go cry, go scream into a pillow. And then when that passes, you'll figure out what's next. If you're paying attention, if you allow time and space to really attend to what your, your intuition is telling you, what your body is telling you. Well, I thank you for being here with me today. I hope this has been helpful for you, at least to give you permission to think about it. If it's not something you feel like you can allow yourself yet, just to know that it's a thing and that you can can fall apart and rest and recoup and surrender if you need to. And if you're not yet following me on Instagram or TikTok at mom and mine, please go find me there so that you can know when any new episode is coming out and you can hear all the really amazing clips of all of my episodes on TikTok, on Instagram that are so shareable and have, there are some really good messages that come out of those interviews and little sound bites that might be useful for you or somebody that you care about. So please follow me there and share this episode. If you know, this will be helpful for somebody that you care about. Thank you so much for being with me until next time. Please find the Mom and Mind podcast on momandmind.com or wellmindperinatal.com, where you can also find access to my free online mini course that is specifically designed for people experiencing anxiety in the postpartum period. Or you can learn more about the three and a half hour self-paced course that I created just for managing postpartum stress. You can also connect with us on social media at Mom and Mind on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for tuning in and learning more about perinatal mental health. Well, hey there, busy mama. 
Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.